This is not audible. This, this, is, not, this, this is, is not audible. audible. No. It's definitely not audible. I'm Barry, and I'm with my friends. I'm Damien. I'm Rob. Two are reading his, his story, Rob's story. It is called Passion and Prune Juice. Passion and Prune Juice. And I was going to say, how many words do you think this is? But you have pages. Do you know how many pages this is? Uh, it's roughly 98, 99 okay. pages. Well, you're going to buckle up, people. We're not going <laughs> to read them all tonight. <laughs> but we will read them the other nights. <laughs> uh, so I'm just going to dive right in. Part one. Edgar concentrated intensely on the squirrels with all the enthusiasm of a child inspecting the intricate tunnels of an ant farm. Without fail, you could count on David Huff's roommate, Edgar, to be watching the fuzzy creatures in the common area of Green Mountain Assisted Living. It was his quiet time, soap opera, if you will, and Zen meditation all in one. David had no time for such foolishness. He thought his thoughts would teeter-totter between his children his grandchildren, his late wife, June. Every time he thought of her, he'd run his fingers through the sign of the cross and look up. After six years, he couldn't shake the feeling that would have been his last intimate moment. David's children didn't visit often. His daughter, Jennifer, was busy managing a team of contractors, and his son, Clark, was whittling away at another house project in the city. They were doing great things, have learned from David, Vermont's premier home builder in his prime. Now all he had to show for it were strong, broad shoulders, rough skin on his hands, and a stack of herniated discs. Damn, dude, this guy's, he's, uh, he's like, come on, kids. <laughs> Just uh, give me a fist. Take one. Could, uh, so he's, he's downtrodden. Time was doing <laughs> to David what it did to all of God's creatures. It was teasing him with humility. That's actually a better way of saying it. <laughs> Good job. Time crept by slowly at Green Mountain Assisted Living, and its red residents moved even slower. The folks that could manage their own movement moved no faster than the second hand on a watch. No rush, no worries, but also no rush, no pudding. David made <laughs> that couldn't just be the slogan. Slogan. <laughs> no rush, no pudding. No rush, no pudding. David made it a point to be in the cafeteria every day, so he didn't miss out on the pudding. Pudding was a young man's game, and David kept himself as active as possible to stay healthy enough to fend off the deep sleep. If you made it to lunch and dinner in enough time, you'd get a cup of pudding with your meal. <laughs> If you relate, you got a piece of fruit. <laughs> Apples went uneaten as their teeth weren't strong as they used to be. <laughs> Suck. Yeah, they're, they're just teasing now. Like they actually really like apples. They're just like fucking can't do it. No, you can't have applesauce. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Could you just put applesauce instead? It's like one guy with a super strong tooth starting everyone's apple for him. <laughs> we call him Beaver Tin. Old Chompers. Chopper Beaver Old Chompy. Ah, okay. Sorry. If you made it to lunch and dinner enough time, you get a cup of pudding with your meal. Oh, yeah, if you were late, you got a piece of fruit. Apples 
went uneaten as their teeth weren't as strong as they used to be. David supposed apples were a young man's game too, but for different reasons. Sometimes he ate too much at dinner, but still wanted the satisfaction of pudding later on. <laughs> yep. Uh, I know that feeling. Uh, old. Okay. Uh, he stashed the extras in his bedside drawer. They could also double his payment if you found yourself in position of needing a favor. Time out. So you need to... Uh, Keep it cold? Pudding? Yeah. No. Oh, you don't? No, you get them on the middle of the shelf, and it's all oil anyway. Oh, man, you tell me there's, there's shelf puddings? I always get mine after the milk. <laughs> I always get mine from the specialty pudding man. <laughs> the artisanal pudding chef. <laughs> we have this, oh, we have this so one pudding chef in Portland, man. Four stars Michelin. Oh, man. Pudding. God damn, that man can make a pudding. No oils in his pudding. I don't know. Okay, well, that, okay, I'm learning something new. All right. <laughs> uh, these are some cheap-ass fucking puddings, I guess. Okay, the poor people. <laughs> uh, okay, he stashed the extras in his bedside drawer. Uh, they could also double his payment if you found yourself in a position of needing a favor. Today, the cafeteria offered sliced turkey with green beans and cranberry sauce, a chocolate pudding cup for dessert at today's feast until they ran out. Thanksgiving in June, the paper signed uh, taped to the glass door of the cafeteria pro proclaimed. I was like, it's in quotes. I thought someone was saying it. And there's like a, uh, and then it's like, oh, it's a fucking sign. I'm oh, sorry. Fucking whiskey throttle. Just went right after it. <laughs> Rumor has it potatoes were on the menu too, but when the cook went to go get the potatoes to boil, they'd gone too soft. <laughs> Green and covered with tater tentacles. What? Where they once were eyes. Oh, oh, they went soft because they're going bad in there. Like, I thought they were already cooked. Sorry, sorry, I'm back. Green and covered with um, tater tentacles. <laughs> <laughs> Tentacles. That's a real tater tentacles. It's like an ankle on a tentacle. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Green and covered with tater tentacles, where there once were eyes. Very well, thought David as he slipped his pudding cup into the pocket of his sky blue cardigan. Potatoes and turkey were a surefire recipe for mid-afternoon nap. I thought there weren't potatoes though. Hey, this is a first draft. Oh, okay, Take okay. It easy. No, 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 no. Is that right, though? Yeah. Oh, there's no potatoes. Okay. This there shouldn't be potatoes. Yeah, because they're gross. Okay. I'll talk to my man. <laughs> the cafe offered often. <clears throat> the cafe often served up turkey and heavy starches near holidays that stirred emotions in the guests, and today was no exception. Oh, Father's Day had the same stresses as a Sadie Hawkins dance. All the gentlemen with living relatives. Hope they would have a family visitor. A one-day furlough. Pretty please. Someone would... Someone... Some would, but most wouldn't. At least the turkey made them sleepy, and they could doze off, and tomorrow would be less emotional. Trip to fiend time travel. Two years ago, before the trip to fiend plans started, George felt 
God, so did I say that right? Tryptophan. 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 Fan. Fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is not brought to you by Tryptophan. <laughs> this is not audible. Yeah, this is not audible. There are ads. Uh, George Felt <laughs> got so upset that he threw his macaroni art at the common room television in an act of defiant anarchy when his daughter called to say she couldn't make it. He'd thrown the macaroni painted picture of a horse he planned to give to her, <laughs> her favorite animal growing up at the TV where it shattered on Matlock's face and George had to be escorted back to his room. So George is, uh, he's, he's losing it. If, you make oh, a, yeah. if you're making macaroni grill or macaroni <laughs> horses, macaroni horses at that age, <laughs> macaroni grill. <laughs> If you're, you're starting a macaroni if you, grill, if you eat at a 80, macaroni grill, I'm gonna cook this picture later. When's the last time you have made a macaroni piece of art? Oh shit, dude! I don't know if grade I grade school. We should have like a macaroni art challenge. Yeah, send us your macaroni art, <laughs> uh, just like uh, George felt. Oh yeah, a shat like an exploded pony, <laughs> like like a pony that. Walked over a landmine and like his guts are everywhere. You can make the guts out of macaroni. Oh, that could be uh, a cool like tattoo. Yeah. yeah, get it on your chest. <laughs> so, so the first podcast, <laughs> but you're gonna do it. We're not asking for a lot here. Okay. Do it on your face. And then I will call up and make the appointment mouth. for you, but you're still paying for it. Actually, just just uh, <laughs> we just bought the mac- macaroni art uh, for our lawyers. Uh, anyways, but uh, <clears throat> two years ago, but anyway, so this person's like, I'm imagining child level, maybe. Yeah, I mean, it's not his best work. It's not like Pablo, well, Pablo <laughs> Picasso was scribbling on uh, napkins and stuff by the end of his days, but. Yeah. But he's, this guy's losing it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he, so he, he throws the macaroni art. At the TV where it shattered on Matlock's face and George had to be escorted back to his room. The staff cleaned the carrion of dried pasta and glitter briskly and never spoke of the incident again. Rule number one, don't make the natives restless. Elderly care is a delicate balance. That sounds like like the company they work for is like, uh, what we value. <laughs> don't make the names restless. <laughs> Love. Elderly care is a delicate business. <laughs> Integrity. <laughs> Integra nurses. Yeah. Yeah. Integra nurse. Integra care. Intric care. That's probably a real thing. Anyways, George isn't a resident anymore. He's moved on. That was the code of for passing away. It was too finite and accurate to say that he had died. The preferred quaint terminology that implied he'd gone elsewhere to be happier. Like the proverbial family dog going to live on Big Farm where he had the space he needed to run. Just then Sybil, the youngest lady whose husband had moved on nearly two weeks ago, walked through the cafetorium doors. Pudding cups... Dropped and metal spoons crash into plastic trays. Cafetorium. It's a hard word to say. <laughs> is that a is that a uh, cafeteria? It's an auditorium and cafeteria combined. So is this a word you just made? No, it's a real type of 
facility, oh. usually at nursing homes. <laughs> My junior high had one. A, a cafetorium. I have never oh, heard. I guess I did, too. Have you ever Where, heard the term like, cafetorium? No. Me either. Huh. Uh, let's, uh, there's a debate here. We, it, we uh, definitely did have one where our lunchroom doubled as like it was like a stage, like yeah, where we would have assemblies. Yeah, but did you call it a cafetorium? We didn't call it a cafetorium. I don't think they did anyway. Like we just called yeah. it the lunchroom. Um, <laughs> give us a vote. Lied to all these years. <laughs> Nothing us, is what I thought it was. Let me know what you uh, think, yeah. viewers, <laughs> listeners, <laughs> viewers of the years. They go to public school. I did too. All right. So Sybil is too hot for school. Mm-hmm. This is this is kind of like a um um so far kind of like a a teen a teen it could be a teen movie is you're just replacing it with older people. Yeah, kind of, except for like limitations. So like mine can have sex. <laughs> <laughs> Full on raw dog, you can see the whole thing. <laughs> it's fully described. But like they can't just up and go <laughs> to the movies or something. Everything is based on schedules around mm. the nursing homes. Yeah, they're but there's like kids. Prisoners. I mean, kids. Oh, okay. So I this think is... of it more like that, like like white collar crime, like Martha Stewart prison. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. damn! For just my crimes being old, <laughs> <laughs> they got me for life. <laughs> Uh, what's the name of this place? Do you tell it? Actually, do you, t- do you uh, say it later? Green Mountain. Oh, you did movie. say it. Yeah, yep. it was already in there. Green Mountain, uh, where elderly care is delicate balance. <laughs> okay, that's good. That's a good call out. I was thinking more of like, yeah, that's why they want out. That's why they want their kids to come visit them. One, because they love their kids and they don't see them. But really, they also like, we need to fucking get out. It's like a double whammy. Yep. 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 Well, you're crazy, Grandpa. but Sybil's hot. They don't abuse you. They don't. Yeah, they seem good right now. Well, I guess. Uh, yeah, they seem good. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Sybil was a walking, talking angel among men. Everyone had feelings for her. Hell, even Edgar thought she was fetching, and he really spoke of anything but squirrels. <laughs> <laughs> she had all the qualities that men of a certain age appreciate. <laughs> she had her own. Teeth, only two cavities, a smile that made you feel wanted and loved, a beautiful singing voice, and a pair of breasts that were <laughs> quite ample and hung closer to her chin than her knees. <laughs> and that was an extraordinary rarity at, Gr- at Green Mountain. Uh, Can I ask you a huge we have favor? Some notes. We have some notes. I, I knew that <laughs> that was coming up. And I'm like, how is he going to read this? <laughs> <laughs> how is he going to get across this guilt? <laughs> Dude, so you are... Um, <laughs> you're Scott's ball. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm saying, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> I'm saying is you're very fucking creep. (laughs) First off, I want to totally point out like how brave this is to like a first draft live reading. Like I don't, I've never read, like I've read passages of this. Mm -hmm. Um, but like, this is not audible. 
This is not You didn't pay for this. Yeah, you didn't pay for this. Uh, There's going to be a bunch of ads. Like, you have to, like, go to a place. And I'm not saying this is, like, this is, this could definitely stay. Like, it's it's hilarious. It's hilarious. Everyone knows, like, at a certain age, your breasts sag. Like, that's the joke. I'm I'm totally, I'm not making this a thing. But what I recognize in myself where I would be like, oh, no. I went too far, but like you have to go so far in writing to pull it back. edit. Like you have to go beyond the line. That is like the rule. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like if you're because not you're pulling gonna go back and edit it, because exactly, you're going to be like, oh, that's too much. Exactly. Yep. In the context of it, and you can't to. pull any fucking punches. And what I find is me, I that editing mine. Like you probably went in and edited portions of this, but this is probably a lot of like it's your first draft, right? And I go through every single oh my god, I, that's why I don't fucking finish anything because I will like you have to go and I'm because I'm so afraid of going over that line hmm. sometimes because hmm. you're it's like something inside, and I guess not not with this, but like uh, I'm just having a realization of like. Like you don't want to point that that flashlight back at you. Yeah, because then you're like, like "What does this I mean?" That? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, "Where the fuck is this story coming from?" Like, why did I think that? Like, oh, I didn't even think of that, and now I'm creeped out by myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. No, it's a funny joke. Like, it's a joke. Everyone knows this joke, right? So it's not. But like, reading it live is just hilarious. Um. Keep going. Okay, hold on. Let me see where I was. I'm gonna read the. I'm gonna read that whole thing just back. Civil was a walking, talking angel among men. Everyone had feelings for her. Hell, even Edgar thought she was fetching, and he really spoke of anything but squirrels. She had all the qualities that men of a certain age appreciate. She had her own teeth, only two cavities, a smile that made you feel wanted and loved. A beautiful singing voice and a pair of breasts that were quite ample <laughs> and hung closer to her chin than her knees. And that was an extraordinary rarity at Green Mountain. David watched her snake her way through the tables to get a seat with the needlepoint ladies. Day or night, the table of ladies always had a needlepoint project going. After Sybil's husband Jack had moved on exactly 12 days and 13 hours ago, she settled into a groove with the needlepoint girls, and they welcomed her with open arms. Strength in numbers and all that, plus she was such a positive force that everyone loved having her around. Man, she just got, she got both sides wanted her. <laughs> Personality and a lovely dancer. And, and girlfriends. Mm. There was something enchanting in the way her hips moved when she walked. No cracking, no hiccups, no impingements, just fluids sway from side to side like a boat on a rolling tide. <laughs> I know that walk. You're like, shiz, we're about to have typhoon. <laughs> that rolling tide about to knock me over. Oh, jeez, girl, you marry me? Uh, we only got like 20 years left. Uh, she was more effective in making men's heart rates go up than 
epinephrine and epinephrine. <laughs> epinephrine. Sorry, I don't know about drugs. <laughs> epinephrine and compression socks well, combined. And she knew it. She paraded around knowing that soon enough the chains would be off the men and they'd come hat in hand looking for love. <laughs> Those old sleazy geezy <laughs> hat in hand just at the door. <laughs> Ma'am. 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 Thank you. Well, yeah. Pardon me. It's like, you either sell something or you selling something. <laughs> yeah. I buy it. Yeah, it ain't been two weeks yet, Alfred. <laughs> oh man, oh, that was rule number one, by the way, people. That was rule. That was rule number one. Rule number two: wait a proper and respectful amount of time before making moves on a widow. More of a gentleman's rule, really. All the men ha- here adhere to it. If a woman, regardless, if she's knocking, wait, hold on, sorry. <clears throat> If a woman, regardless if she's a knockout like Sybil, or just a warm body like Edith, loses her husband, you must give her two weeks before approaching her. It's part of being a decent person. You wouldn't want it to happen to your wife if you were passed. No, you wouldn't. Two weeks. That was the moratorium, and Sybil was the only one. Sorry, I was reading that like it was a playbook. (laughs) And down on the 43rd, coming around the bend, it's... Sybil. Two weeks, that was the moratorium. And Sybil was one day and 11 hours away from being hunted like a lucky bingo card on a Wednesday night. Damn. She knew her shoe. She was fine as hell. Uh, give me a beat. <laughs> <laughs> come on, come on. That's all I do. I go and get the ingo. B12, B12. She fine as hell. Yeah, why? <laughs> We're going to talk about bingo for a real hot second. Why bingo? Why Why wasn't it like <laughs> wingo? Like why Why the words bingo? Because be, like you had to call something. Did the song start first or did the game come first? Wait, there's a song? B-I-N-G-O and bingo. <laughs> You've never heard that? <laughs> yeah, that's about a dog though, right? <laughs> Wait, is it? Yeah. I, I don't know. Wait, what, is, wait, what is the other lyrics? Metallica the, wrote it. What's the other lyrics? Uh, and Bingo was his name, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all I know. I think that's it. I think it just I, keeps repeating. I was like, like, it's about a dog. I'm like, fuck it. I, mean, I, don't, I don't know where I got that idea. You're like, it's actually incantation. Bingo was his name, oh. B-I-N-G-O. Oh, my God. B-I-N-G-O. Wouldn't that be amazing if that was like, if you sang it so many times, it opened a portal and Satan would pop out? He's like, will you shut the fuck up? That was his song. You're losing viewers by the second. They're here for not, this is not audible. They're here for not, this is not audible? Did you buy that domain? Get it by all the ones that are. Buy all the domains. A little close to it. Okay, so rule number two, moratorium, two weeks. Sybil was one day and 11 hours away from being hunted like a lucky bingo card on Wednesday night. I already read that part. When she walked past Marvin's table, his eyes were already drinking her in like cool bottle of Ensure. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Lascivious? Lascivious. <laughs> lascivious. Lascivious and chalky. Uh, lascivious. What would an, uh, another word for lascivious be? Filthy, dirty. 
Oh. I didn't know that was a dirty... Like lurid being... Ooh, lurid. I like that. <laughs> a cool bottle of Insure. Lurid and chalky. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, is that the name of this uh, episode? <laughs> Lurid and Chalky. Lurid and Chalky. Oh, man. Uh, Lurid and Chalky. Marvin Scoviano had already confided in David that he had his eye on Sybil last week when they were playing chess outside under the floral awning. Was David and Marvin playing chess? Yes. Oh, okay. I was like, shit, Civil plays chess too? <laughs> Does she? We're going to find out. Mm-hmm. I tell you. Oh, wait. <clears throat> I tell you, there's not much I wouldn't do for that fine specimen of a woman. That's a great voice. Marvin had said, sliding his b- bishop, bishop to take out one of David's rooks. An aggressive move for sure, but he didn't factor in the knight nearby. I'd throw out my hip on purpose and not even think twice about it. Oh, yeah? You and how many Sildenafil tablets? Sildenafil. (laughs) Every one of these. This is going to be every fucking word in here. I was like, oh, Jesus. Uh, Okay. Oh, yeah? You and how many Sildenafil tablets? (laughs) Whatever. David jested, but the joke cut deeper than it. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> Listen, I'm feral. Oh, oh, is it like for your dick? <laughs> oh. oh, I thought it was like for his back or something. <laughs> oh, no, that's the boner pills. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He gonna crack Martha's back? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Listen, I'm feral. I have a lot of other, I love a lot to offer my romantic partner. <laughs> He argued, his lip quivering anchor. Besides, <laughs> word around the hills is Jack wasn't exactly the lover he made himself out to be. I understand Sybil has some itchy that needs scratches. <laughs> yeah, he's gross. He's the one that's probably like, look at those tits, thanks for all. <laughs> You want to see him, right? <sighs> okay, I, th- I think I pulled my neck out on that one. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah? David. David's had, like, six words right now, and they're like, oh, yeah? <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> what do you think, pub? Yeah. Hey, David, did you take your uh, brain pill today? <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> I made macaroni. I made macaroni today. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. What's really important? The brain and the heart. Yeah. Yeah. What's more important? I'm raging over here. Yeah. 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 That's why he's not thinking right. He's on the pseudometaphor, whatever fuck that thing's called. Yeah. How this guy even played? This guy's like, you just set him in front of the chessboard. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Hey, David. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Yeah, he's all drugged up because it's Father's Day. Oh, yeah. I know my kids aren't coming. They're going to find me fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. Uh, uh, Oh, yeah. (laughs) David question. Taking his bishop and setting himself up to steal the middle of the board. Would you hear that from James Keenan? He used to run with Jack when he played shuffleboard before the rotary cuff injury. Marvin <laughs> Since he wishes he still had the same spirit for her. Sorry. <laughs> I, I, I just saw that move you made. It really boggled my mind. <laughs> Anyways, he said he wishes he still had the same spirit for her as he still did for the, his 40s. He made... Oh, he's made air quotes when he said spirit. <laughs> Yeah, you'll get there. Uh, anyway. Okay. James Keenan is made. Wait, hold on. Who's saying this? This is not audible. <laughs> this is not okay. audible. This is Dave. James Keenan has made no sense since his second stroke, and you're acting like a dirty old man. Believe me, Marvin, when the two weeks are up, Sybil will not want to jump into bed with the first man she sees. She's a lady. Marvin, you should treat her as such. <laughs> David slid his queen into an attacking position, trapping Marvin's king. Oh, a little play on uh, male theme. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. He doesn't need words. He's got his actions. Yeah. Those were words, though. He did have words. Seven. He had seven words. You could learn something about treating a lady with respect. <laughs> Mage, you take what you can get. Romance isn't a long game anymore, David. Get it while it's getting good. And from where I sit, it doesn't get any better than civil. <laughs> He's like picking his teeth and shit. <laughs> Marvin said defiantly while sliding his king out of the way of David's queen. He's like polishing his dentures. Yeah. <laughs> Wild play this. He has like fucking shovelboard mafia behind him. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, he's like, I own this place, actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah, It's an operation for a drug trade. You want to buy some pudding? I'm yeah. actually 23. <laughs> yeah, don't ever smoke. <laughs> that was a week ago, and they hadn't played chess since. Oh, yeah, he's like, huh, how uncouth of him. <laughs> it was one of David's favorite pastimes at the home, and Marvin was his greatest competitor. He played chess with other gentlemen at the home, but none of them could arise to the challenge Marvin provided. I don't think he's a gentleman. He's like, oh, this swine. Oh, this swine. It seemed he was the only competition for David in chess, as well as the affections of Sybil. Marvin glared at him from across the cafetorium, shoveling green beans into his sneering mouth. (laughs) He's like pointing the fork at him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they put bacon in here, David. It's really good today. Very salty. Yeah, yeah. Dangerously yeah, he's salty. pretending to poke Sybil. He breaks the fork off in his dentures. <laughs> like yeah. a Bond villain. No, yeah. He's like, I used to play Lockjaw. Wait, was that his name? Wait, was that the bad guy, David? I don't know what his name was, uh, but he was the same dude. Who's from the guy Happy with like Gilmore. the metal teeth? Uh, was it Lockjaw? <laughs> no, <laughs> that's a fucking awesome name. I believe his Lockjaw. name was Temporomandibular Joint Disorder. 
<laughs> That's gonna be in here. I'm gonna have to read that. <laughs> what was his name? Uh, I don't. I don't know. Okay, we have to. I'm sorry. We have to now look. James wasn't is odd job. That's a little one. That's the guy with his hat. James Bond villain with metal teeth. Dude, watch this. It's gonna be Lockjaw. Jaws. Jaws. <laughs> it's just Jaws. Yeah. Oh, okay. Back in his room, David dropped the pudding cup in the drawer of his bedside table. It fell into a collection of several other full cups, the collecting growing daily. His lips moved while he counted out the tra- the treats, eight in all. Another one should be enough, he thought. A knock at the door made David turn his head. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> Good afternoon, Mr. Huff. The facilities shuttle driver, Marcus, said. Marcus was poor, portly fellow whom David enjoyed speaking with. He exuded confidence and quick humor. He was also the esteemed captain of the Green Mountain Assisted Living Ford E-450 Center Shuttle Number 3. Tomorrow's at 7. Tomorrow at 7? I'm taking the crew to the mall. I feel like uh, he's like uh, has very big cheeks. Mm-hmm. And when he says He's things like, like blow, it's like... Tomorrow at 7, I'm taking a crew to the mall to get some laps in before opening time. You want in? Does Milk have an expiration date? Crip David? I guess only if your eyesight is strong enough to read it. Marcus volleyed the joke back. Marcus is a mountain of man with a kind heart. Touche, Marcus. David <laughs> replied. I have my New Balance tennis shoes laced tight. Marcus smiled and waved, continuing down the hall. It was a small fid. David's shoes fastened with Velcro. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, he's like, my dick still works, but I can't tie my shoes. <laughs> yeah, priorities here. David, oh, man. Imagine if he left, left the creepers on during sex. Oh, my God. That's actually not Imagine a bad it. book cover. Like Imagine this pair it. of old man legs sticking out the bottom of a nursing home bed with like new balance. It's like the cover of like creepers. Porky's. Like it's just like uh, like one's a... off, like unvelcroed. Yeah, just dangling seductively. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, like a it's like hanging off the bed because it's Velcro. It's like hanging from like the bed sheets. It got caught on the afghan at yeah. the end of the bed. Yeah. <laughs> I was envisioning a um like a cover from Revenge of the Nerds. Ooh. Yeah. Like something so, super raunchy. Me too, sir. <laughs> like a hand drawn. Like a a moo moo, like with legs coming up and then like old lady granny panties hanging off the leg. Like she's got her leg up seductively. But she's got one of the mama nighties, you know? We've already talked about this mad magazine cover. Yeah. Where was I? Okay. David's enjoyed the mall walks. The grounds at Green Mountain were magnificent and well manicured, but the acreage left a little to be desired. At the mall, he could really let his hips loose and get the old grease flowing into his joints, stretching his stubborn psoas <laughs> muscle. <laughs> it felt good to walk fast enough to feel the wind whipping through his thinning pat. Pate? Pate. Pate. Good and nature colluded to rob him of the thick hair of his youth. Did it say good? 
God, sorry, God and nature colluded to rob him of his thick hair of his youth, but positive spirit optimism made him appreciate the sensation of fresh air on his scalp. (laughs) Scalp. Wait, hold on, how do you say it? Scalp? Scalp. Scalp. Oh yeah, you scalp somebody. (laughs) Yeah, like like Lionel Richie with that blind girl. Like S-K-U-L-P. Scalp. Yeah. Which would scalp. make a hell of a cool like doom metal band. So scalp name. Scalp. 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 Yeah. Scalp and. Yeah, scalp. I'm not good at this. this. Is not audible, and I am not good at this. Oh, you're doing great. This is <laughs> not learning. audible. Uh, plus, if he got there early enough, he could talk, talk the cute girl at Obon Pain. I don't know. <laughs> Shit, what is this one? That was good. Is that is that how you, how do you say it? Obon Pain. Obon Pain. Into letting him have a couple of leftover croissants from the day before. Salt and butter were tougher to find at the home than a chainsaw in the desert. I was like, dude, this is the worst thing you need. I'm like, okay, no, that's what you're saying. I thought you're, I, you know, I thought you were gonna tell me salt and butter w- was what he wanted. I mean, it does. Uh, never mind. I'm rebelling. Salt and butter were tougher to find at the home than a chainsaw in the desert. I like that line. I'm taking it. <laughs> Extrapolate it. The walks had been doing the trick, too. Even Meredith, who rarely spoke of only antique roadshow and pie recipes, commented on his slimming down. She said, You look good enough to eat! As long as my cardiologist approves! I don't know why. I feel like they're on a track, (laughs) walking, and they're like, not really like... Or or she just talks super loud. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'm deaf with my left ear! (laughs) My cardiolo- as long as my cardiologist approves of the dietary restrictions. Because <laughs> <laughs> he looks make him good a pie- enough to eat. Oh, oh. Like, is she going to make a pie out of him? <laughs> okay, this is, you got fucking crazy people living here. <laughs> that made David chuckle. <laughs> or be afraid. And he knew Meredith wasn't the only woman that felt that way. He hoped Sybil might feel the same. So his walks are like making his, little butt, his butt a little bit tighter. Oh, yeah. Ladies are recognizing. Do you think he's doing it any other ways, or is it just walking? Just walking. Big dick energy and walking, man. Mm. Any, like, nothing else. Just walking. <laughs> I'm like, I'm I like mean, how in shape... Take shit. How, how sure. in shape can you get by just walking? Pretty yeah. in shape. Yeah, you can. You can? Dude, walking Absolutely. is fucking awesome. Yeah, oh, I love a, walking. Throwing, like, a backpack with some weight in it, it's great. Oh, so he's... Is he, are these weighted? Uh, not his, no. He's... Just no, he's just walking. walking. He's just walking to he's help. He's 80 years old. I oh, mean, he's not yeah. going to climb a mountain. He's okay. Gonna, he's got his clothes weight on him. That's it. So he's starting to look good. His butt's getting back in shape. Yep. Oh, it's going to get a little spicy here. Let's buckle up. <laughs> <laughs> get your raincoats ready. Sybil ached. A deep ache that supplemental magnesium pills or over-the-counter topical pain creeps couldn't touch. <laughs> she aching. <laughs> She's got the ache. We call it Sybil Aches over here. Ooh, shit. Uh, no, sir. This was a craving that pressed on one's heart and soul and all the way to her down below. <laughs> yeah! You can't hold back. I've been taking my head to Zephyrfell all night. You just teasing me. Slippy dickiful. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> After Jack passed, she grieved. He was a lo- He was a loving husband to her, and she missed their walks in the parks and long talks while feeding the ducks. Jack was never what one would call a generous lover. Oh, no. <laughs> she even ate that too. Hey, say that, say that she even ached for that too. Oh, okay. Wait, what else would she ache for before? <laughs> I thought this was what she was aching for. Maybe she's just also hungry. She ached for someone to, to love her more intensely. Yeah. But like down below. No, even his subpar lovemaking, she even missed that. Essentially. Oh. She ached for him too. Yeah. Oh, okay. She was still grieving a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. It's only been 13 days and however many hours now. <laughs> gotcha. Oh, you say this. The very, like, I should just shut up. She was a woman torn between desires. That's, that's, that's the line. On the one hand, she craved the companionship and trust she'd built up with Jack. Her children had scattered in different corners of the country. And with her husband gone, the pain of that relationship burned like hot flashes, and the hole it left behind was immense. She craved the carnal act of material congress. Marital congress. (laughs) Here's your present. (laughs) Thank you. May I fuck it? (laughs) Thank you for the gift. May I put my penis in it? This is not audible. Uh, uh, This is not audible. This is not audible. Yeah. You did not hear it from there. <laughs> <laughs> she craved the <laughs> Man, I was a fucking idiot of everything. Uh, on the one hand, oh yeah, no. <laughs> on the other hand, she craved the carnal act of marital congress. Deprived as long as she had been by a cautious lover. Cautious? Cautious? Oh, man. Where are we at here? Cautious? Wait. Am I um, by a... That's cautious, right? Cautious. Cautious. (laughs) (laughs) No, but isn't there like... Oh, precocious. Like uh, There is precocious, Precocious. yes. Like a kid you kind of want to punch in the head. Cautious? I was like, that's kind of a cool word. But she's been a cautious lover. Oh, shit. No, we're going to keep on going. You're going to keep going? Just for a little bit. All right. I gotta finish this this steamy. Can't leave them hanging. That's true. She, I mean, that's a good cliffhanger. Yeah, <laughs> deprived as long as she had been by a cautious lover, her loins ached for punishment. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> let's go. <laughs> what, Sybil? You crazy? <laughs> <laughs> uh. These thoughts haunted her. I can just see the the blue hair reading this, getting to that, throwing it down, and then immediately picking it back up, like side eyeing it, and then grabbing it, and then finishing, and then yeah, I was thinking the woman picking it down and then calling up her daughter. What's it mean when you want to get punished? <laughs> what do you mean by punish you? You hey, so. Billy says, Susan, your loins have been punished. And tell me, what is it like? <laughs> yeah. What are you reading, Grandma? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, is it this smut? 
<laughs> yeah. 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 You ate that prune juice? Yeah. No, I, I know you ate that prune yeah. juice. Yeah. Now, if I would just say, you like it when your loins get punished, what, what would you say to that? Uh, yeah. Do you like that? <laughs> would you be... Would you be... Uh, titillated? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that sounds like some titillation. These thoughts haunted her. Against her moral wishes, her mind would wander... And wonder what each man at the home was hiding in his khakis. She wondered if he'd have the energy to scratch her itch. Actually, yeah, I think I'll just stop there. It's kind of raunchy. <laughs> <laughs> kinda. Okay, now, I'm kidding. I used all soft words. I just kind of put them in an order that was a little more suggestive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you, yeah, you have to go there. Yeah. yeah.